0: welcome to on the brighter side I'm your host Monica Tanner and I'm so excited about my guest today it's been a long time coming we are sitting down with Dan Purcell from get your marriage on Dan and his beautiful wife Emily have been married for over 16 years and they have six children they're on a mission to strengthen marriages intimately sound familiar things started when their own marriage went through a transformation they thought the things they were learning were too good to keep to themselves And since then, they have put on events, a blog, video seminars, and more to give couples access to resources to rock the sexual dimension of their marriage. Dan applies his background in tech to create apps designed for married couples that have been downloaded over 100,000 times. He likes to cook, run marathons, spend time outdoors with his family, speaks Japanese fluently, and is into geeky, nerdy things. Hey, Dan, how are you doing?
1: Great. Thanks for having me on.
0: Oh, I am so excited. Let's start by having you tell us a little bit about yourself and your family.
1: Oh, sure. My wife and I, my wife Emily, we've been married for 16 years. We have six kids. Our kids alternate boy, girl, boy, girl, boy, girl. So that's kind of fun. We joke that it took a lot of practice, but we got that down. We met in middle school and been friends in like the same circle of friends from middle school and high school. But We went on a few like high school dance dates, but she was always two or three social classes above me. So, and it wasn't until uh, years later, we reconnected. Funny story. She went to Utah State University. I went to BYU-Idaho, different schools. And both of our summer plans just fell through. So by default, we came back home and we met up with each other again the first Sunday after coming back. And she just got out of a relationship and I was done with the whole dating game. I was just looking for a break and just happy to have a friend. So we got back together with zero expectations to date. There's no pressure. I thought she was really cute, of course. Anyway, we just hung out every day that summer and in the summer we were engaged and married.
0: So fun. Whirlwind romance, but not really.
1: (laughs) Right. Uh huh.
0: So one of the things I love so much about you is the name of your business, which is Get Your Marriage On. Tell me how you got started doing what you're doing now and how you came up with that name.
1: Great question. So put it all in context, how I came up with the name and everything. Rewind about three and a half years ago, I had a conversation with a friend that made me realize my love life probably wasn't as good as I thought it was. It really like got me really thinking and questioning what I think about especially sex. Both my wife and I come from really good families, although sex wasn't talked about very much in our families. So having an open conversation with a friend that's talking about how their sex life is really taking off and improving really made me uncomfortable. But I was uncomfortable that I was uncomfortable about that because deep down I knew sex was really good and healthy and helpful, but I didn't quite connect the dots yet for my life. So it really sent me on a journey. And thankfully, my wife went on that journey with me. So within one year, we read like 12 marriage and intimacy related books. We binged, listened to podcasts. We devoured blogs. We just like consumed all this information and we really started applying it to our own marriage. And all of a sudden our marriage went from good to like smoking hot, like amazing, (laughs) great. And we couldn't keep our hands off each other, Our kids started getting along better. The little irritations kind of dissolved and went away into the background. All of a sudden, the grass is growing greener and the sky is bluer. Everything in life just seemed to really click once we got our own marriage and our intimacy clicking. And I'm like, holy cow, this is really good. We have to do something about this. So my background is in software development. I make apps for a living. I thought we can make an app for this. So we made an app and that wasn't enough. We wanted to do something in our area. I live in a little town in southern Utah called St. George and there isn't anything in our area for married couples for marriage enrichment or anything like that and like well, we should do something. So we kind of Forrest Gumped our way through it. Like we didn't know any better. No one told us we couldn't do it. So (laughs) we did it. And we pulled off what we think is a pretty amazing marriage enrichment event. Event sounds boring, but this is not boring. We had over 550 people come to our first event. We flew in speakers, we had a dance, a DJ, prizes, everything. And we repeated again the next year. We needed a good name for that event. So we came up with a list of like 100 ideas and we crossed out all of them and get your marriage on stuff. And we really really like that because it's kind of edgy a little bit and it's action and it's upbeat. And that's really reflects our personality as well. For us, our story isn't like we had this awful, terrible marriage or we came from a broken home and then we rebuilt and we healed. For us, it was more like we started on a good level, but we just needed tools and education and experience to get from good to great. And that's kind of like the platform of our messages. We help couples that are already healthy and good just to make things even better and I think Get Your Marriage On kind of has that little message with it. And Getting It On sounds like you're getting it Fun. on. Well,
0: so. <laughs> oh, you have no idea how much I love this story. And especially the grass grew greener when you were more intimate. That is like absolutely. Right there, nailed it. So that's what I wanna talk about. I mean, you and I are in the same arena. We work together, working hard to help couples create the relationship they want by having better quality sex. In your opinion, why does this matter so much?
1: There's something magical that happens when you and your spouse are on the same page. And I believe sex is a symbol of the total union of two people coming together. Sex is more than just, you know, your bodies joining. It's also your hearts and your spirit and your goals and your vision. It represents so much. And sex is one of the most vulnerable things we do with another person. It's very private, very personal. And when you can get to that level with another individual and bring your whole self to each other and accept the other with their whole self, that's a very beautiful thing. When you can start with that, there's really nothing that can stand in your way. There's no goal you can't accomplish together. There's no problem you can't overcome together. If you can strengthen marriages, you can strengthen families. And if you can strengthen families, you strengthen communities. And it trickles out from there. But it starts, I think, with the marriage. And a big part of that marriage is the sex component, which is a symbol, I think, of that marriage.
0: Oh, my gosh. I see now why we are such good friends. Okay. So (laughs) I love how you talk about spicing it up without the yuck. First Uh of all, tell us what is the yuck?
1: You really want to know what the yuck is? Yes. (laughs)
0: Because we're not going to talk about it. We just define Uh, it and
1: talk about it anymore. Gotcha. I don't know. I think of it as the crass, the disconnecting, stuff. I think of Las Vegas billboards when I think of yuck. I picked up a Cosmopolitan magazine once in the waiting room, flipped through it because I was really curious, and it had some good tips in there, but it really kind of left me with like a yucky feeling at the end. That to me is what the yuck is. I think mainstream American society, a lot of women are objectified. It doesn't represent like the whole story of the marriage relationship, but it's also very superficial. So, you might see a magazine that says 50 new moves to reach the big O or something like that, but it's only like the tip of the iceberg, the more meatier, more fuller things that make up everything underneath it to have a really amazing sexual relationship. I also think in order to have a great sexual relationship, you need to be with that person you're with for a very long time and be committed for a very long time in order for it to keep getting better and better. So just a new move here or a new move there alone in and of itself isn't going to give you that spice that you want or taking some advice out of that context is going to kind of make you feel a little yucky, but in the right context within a committed relationship where you really get to know and learn each other. It can only get better from there.
0: Yeah. I absolutely love the way you said that. The yuck is all of the things that are not telling the full story, right? It's all the things out of context. Right. Love it. Okay. So I want to hear your three-step system for how to spice things up without all the yuck. Let's do this.
1: Okay, great. I think the first is having an emotional connection. The second is learning how to talk about it. And the third is trying new things. But let me explain each one. First, when your emotional connection as a couple increases, sex is going to get spicier naturally. For instance, the summer my wife and I were dating, not really dating, because we were just friends, except we saw each other every day. And my parents make fun of us for that. Like, she's not my girlfriend. Well, (laughs) you hold hands with her and you see her every day. Anyway, that summer we're dating, I would do things like I'd drive to her house early on my way to work, leave a note on her windshield, and then drive away. Cute little things I'd do. Or I'd plan these elaborate creative dates. Then we're married, fast forward a few years, and I had forgotten that I had done those things. When we went through our transformation, my wife reminded me of those little things I used to do that meant so much to her that I had totally forgotten about. And all of a sudden, I'm motivated to do those things again. So I would do little things for her that she really appreciated that I had forgotten about. that means so much to her and that really strengthened our emotional connection. The second is learning how to talk about it. And that's probably one of the hardest things for a lot of couples. It's easier to have sex than to actually talk about sex. It's a vulnerable conversation. And especially for men too, I think, what do you like? What do you not like? What do you hope to get out of it? What are you not getting out of it? What do you think about these things to try? And why do you like it? Why don't you like it? That's a difficult conversation, but it's something you can learn how to do and learn to do well. And there's a lot of conversation prompts built into my apps and things you can do that help that and also flirting more helps a lot with helping that conversation go better. The third thing is you got to try new things. Staying within your comfort zone and spicing it up are incompatible ideas. You have to try few things that are a little bit outside of your comfort zone. I'm not talking about doing things that are way outside your boundaries, but trying new things, a little bit of novelty. And we'll talk about this later, but there's a lot of creativity and a lot of license for passionate play within the sexual relationship. And it doesn't always have to involve intercourse. There's a lot you can do that makes sex fun. And doing those things really spice things up and draw you close together.
0: I love it. Well, you mentioned your apps, which have been downloaded over a 100,000 times, which is amazing. Talk about how your apps can help couples in all the ways you just mentioned.
1: Great. The most relevant app is called Intimately Us. And you can download it at intimatelyus.com. Or maybe you can put it in the show notes here. That one is specifically about all of these things. So it helps build an emotional connection by giving you a daily intimacy challenge that are mostly things to do out of the bedroom. And they might be things like sending a message or doing an errand for someone. And I keep in mind, you know, the five love languages with those intimacy challenges. And they're kind of personalized to you as you do them. You do those over time and you kind of build up a streak. You want to help couples build that habit of having that strong emotional connection. And you do that by loving the other person in the language that they like to receive. There's also a really big component of the app that is all about the conversation. There's something called a sexploration list where it asks you a bunch of sexual scenario questions, preference questions, what turns you on, what are your turnoffs, what do you want to try? There's over 200 of these questions and you answer them like, yes maybe and not now. You can add notes like, yes, but under this context only like, yeah, I'd make love with you in the car, but it has to be really secluded and far away and whatever you want to do, right? Whatever it might be. And then your spouse goes back and answers the same questions. And then it will like help you see where you're both on the same page. And that's to help you have a good base to have a conversation. There's also hundreds of conversation starter prompts built into the app, not just about intimacy, but also about family and finance and all other areas of the marriage that have an influence on the sexual relationship too. So having that conversation is good. And as far as spicing it up and trying new things, the app is primarily full of bedroom games. It's a bedroom game app. So date night's coming up. You want to end it with fireworks? You can download the app and play a spicy bedroom game. Most of them are like you take turns doing things to each other and for each other, and it just builds up in intensity and spiciness. And you can personalize it to your comfort level too. I Every love
0: that. Well, I know I've given you feedback on the app because I'm having so much fun with it, especially I love it. Like that, you can customize it so much, even to talk about the words that you use to describe different parts.
1: Your bedroom language, feedback. right?
0: Yeah, because if you're, you know, reading through ideas of how to do certain things or whatever, and it's in the language that you already speak, that's so valuable. So, what other feedback are you getting from couples about how the app is working for them?
1: Oh, great feedback! Two stories come to mind. One is a friend of mine. He was one of my early beta testers. He and his wife went through the app. It's kind of an awkward conversation. So, how's it going with that? App? Right? Yeah, anyway, okay. a few weeks later, Pat? silence. Because I really didn't know how to approach the topic. Anyway, he reached out to me and said, Dan, I got to tell you, my wife and I have never felt so close. And we're trying new things. And she's actually found something new that I can do to her in bed that she really likes. And he kind of described it a little bit. It kind of pushed our boundaries a bit, but she actually really likes it. And I like doing it for her. And then he went on to explain for him as a business, he is constantly with a lot of women in his career, business meetings, lunch meetings, whatever. And there's always been that little temptation to kind of flirt a little bit. He's kind of a really extroverted guy. But ever since he and his wife really got things going on, thanks to the app, you know, that temptation's kind of gone for him. And he feels really loyal to his wife. So I kind of felt good about that side of the story. I was not expecting that. Another friend he and his wife were pregnant and told me that They've been using the app and having a great time. Anyway, she's due and dropped the kids off with her parents and they went Costco shopping and it wasn't time to pick up the kids yet. So she's like, hey, you want to play? He's like, sure. So they played the app and it induced labor and she had her baby there.
0: <laughs> How convenient while the yeah, kids are already it. with her parents. So he
1: thanked me for the app because it helped induce the labor. So.
0: <laughs> now he's going to have to put it on hold for a few weeks, but that's all right. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I love it. So that's the Intimately Us app, which I love, but you've also got the gym. Gen- Just Between Us app, which I'm always talking about flirting and texting and sexting and all these really fun things to kind of break the ice between couples. Tell us about how the Just Between app helps us do that.
1: Yeah, sure. So I think everything you're saying is right. Couples, they need to communicate well. And a lot of times we do it over text messaging, but to really flirt and to be comfortable, especially when you have kids that have access to your phones, it can get really uncomfortable. Not only that, there's a lot of privacy concerns in the world today. Like when you send a text message, the NSA can read it or Apple is reading it or Google is reading your messages or Facebook messaging isn't secure either. But I think the biggest fear, and it's happened to a lot of us, I can't confirm or deny it's happened to me, but sending something <laughs> intimate wrong. and it's the wrong person. <laughs> That's really embarrassing. So we invented an app called Just Between Us where you can send a message and it'll only go to one other person. You sync with only one other person. There's no possible... Way it can go to someone else. You password protect the app, like with your thumbprint or face ID or with a password, whatever, so only you can get to your messages and everything is completely secure and encrypted. But not just that, we've built in a lot of fun and flirty things, like you can hit a button and it'll insert a random conversation prompt into the chat. Or we have little, what we call Easter eggs. Certain emojis do certain things, like one of the emojis you put in, it'll change everything into watermelons. The background's a watermelon, icons are watermelon. You put in another one and it will make the chat bubble do a 360 and others do sound effects. So they're all kind of like hidden in there. You kind of got to discover them. There's thumb kisses when you're apart. You can line up your thumbs on the screen And if they overlap at the same time, both phones vibrate. So it's just kind of cute. A lot of little things like that.
0: Ah, so creative. I love it. So I work with a lot of couples who would describe their marriage just like you did. It's good or even great, but they feel like they've fallen into a bit of a rut or complacent, or maybe they just don't know that their sex life isn't, you know, fantastic. How can adding some variety and novelty and healthy doses to keep the excitement in the bedroom department alleviate some of this kind of boredom and complacency in your marriage?
1: Great question. I think our brains crave novelty. We like new things. We like new cars, new phones, new gadgets, new decorations, new haircuts or hair colors, right? We like novelty. (laughs) So You need a little bit of that in the bedroom. And there's like an infinite ways of doing it. And here's just a few ideas. You can try clothing, different clothing. You can do it with clothes on. You could try it with some clothes on or no clothes. There's variations there. Lingerie and that's varieties. There's different positions. You can search online for like Christian friendly sex positions. So you're not seeing anyone nude, just stick figures. But it gives you almost an infinite variety of new ways to do things. And each one has its advantages, it will hit a certain spot that feels good, or whatever. So those are all, I think, healthy and good. There's a role playing. So arousal in our brains comes in three varieties. One is through touch. The second is through closeness, the emotional connection creates arousal. And the third is our brain's fantasy. And that's probably the least utilized, but one of the most powerful ways when you can, you know, use your brain to be really creative about a scenario. It's really fun when you're both in character, costume, or whatever. You can have a safe word, which means, okay, we're breaking character. We need to talk about something real quick. It makes lovemaking completely different and fun and novel. Or trying a new location can make things fun. Or just doing something a little different than the routine. So sex is the passion playground of the marriage. It's where your creative juices can flow. It's a time to be really creative and fun. So let your creativity loose And have a ton of fun.
0: I love this so much. And by the time this episode airs, everyone will be invited to this amazing thing that we have going on. And actually I can say it because it will have been released, but we are doing the seduce your spouse challenge. And that is such a huge aspect of it. It's the fantasy. It's the role play. It's the getting into character. It's channeling the persona that allows you to get out of your comfort zone and try some exciting things together. So I am so excited. This is like perfect timing. And I love that your apps give us kind of a jump start And then this you know, beautiful way to harness all of this energy and get ideas and really get our minds thinking about each other. One of my favorite aspects of the Intimately Us app is that I get a reminder and you can set this whether or not to get this reminder every day, but I love having this opportunity every day to think about, oh, my spouse, I should do something fun or like here's a great idea that I can, you know, just start a flirtatious thing or, you know, do an errand or do something nice or whatever. And so, I used to manually set that in my phone, but now it's like I get this little alarm and it gives me a great idea so I don't even have to think about it beforehand. It's like there it is. Perfect idea. Takes me two seconds. Carry it out. I've done something awesome for my spouse today.
1: That's awesome. That's great.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and ask you my signature question. If you had the undivided attention of every couple in the entire world for just a few minutes, what is the most important thing you could teach them about improving their relationship through intimacy?
1: I would say that one of the greatest joys in life can come from our marriage relationship, but it takes work and you need to prioritize it. Sometimes you need to schedule sex because you're busy. Sometimes you need to schedule date night. You need to make an effort to find a babysitter. You need to find a way to get away for a weekend once in a while. It takes effort, but we talk a lot in business about return on investment. We put money in the bank to gain interest or we invest in a business or we start a new little side gig. We have a return on investment mentality applied in business. Apply that to your marriage or in your life. I can't think of anything that gives you a better return on happiness investment than investing in your marriage. Harvard Medical School, back that up with a study, the most in-depth study they've ever done. The single predictor of longevity is the quality of their marriage. People that had a high quality marriage lived on average eight years longer, had a higher quality of life and everything compared to those that didn't take care of their marriage relationship.
0: Oh I love that so much. You're gonna hear me say that. I'm totally stealing that study. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll <laughs> send you the link. <laughs> awesome.
0: Yes, and we'll link in the show notes for everyone just to That's amazing. Well, Dan, I love this so much. and I will make sure that everything is linked in the show notes. I will also make sure that everybody listening gets a copy of my marriage resources which list those apps on there. So you can definitely have those as resources because they are really, 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 really fun. But tell the listeners where they can find out more about Get Your Marriage On, the events that you do, the apps and all of the different support that you offer.
1: Great. I'm on uh, two websites. One is called intimately.us. It's not .com, it's like .us.
0: Perfect. The other
1: one is getyourmarriageon.com.
0: Perfect, And we'll have all of that linked. Thank you so much. Yeah, this has been fun. I know I say this a lot, but that was one of my favorite interviews ever. I love Dan and his wife's mission of get your marriage on. I love the way he describes it and talks about it and his motivation and story behind everything that they have created with their intimately us and Just Between Us apps, as well as their live events, which hopefully will resume very soon. I'm so excited to finally officially announce the five-day Seduce Your Spouse Challenge, which is going to be a seriously life-changing experience, and it's completely free. So if you have not registered yet for the Seduce Your Spouse Challenge, what are you waiting for? I have dropped a link in the show notes, but you can also find it anywhere on social media or check your email if you're on the list, but make sure you at least register to find out what the Seduce Your Spouse Challenge is all about. We are taking our relationship to the next level and learning how to bring the fun and the flirtiness back into our everyday relationship. And the benefits are all of the things that Dan so beautifully described in this episode. The grass grows greener, the sky's a little bluer, the kids get along better. When you can dial in the intimate part of your relationship, you really, really cannot be stopped. And I am so adamant about that. I know it is my mission to get that message out to the masses. And so I'm doing my best. Join us next week for my conversation with one of my favorite sex therapists, Cammie Hurst. And until then, have courage, be kind, and stay on the brighter side.